case. Welcome back. This is the Alchemist Nation podcast. My name is Gualter Amarillo. I am your host. This is a real estate podcast where we get to travel all across the country and talk to real estate entrepreneurs who are crushing it in their business, millionaires, multimillionaires, decamillionaires, who are just looking to give back and give you the opportunity to learn more so you can earn more. Emmanuel, welcome to the show. Thanks, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. I love the energy. I was not expecting you to, to go zero to 100 so quick, but I, I should have expected it by the 100 on your shirt. So 100%, let's go. man. Yeah, I'm ready. 100 millionaires. That is let's the goal. Go. That's what we're looking to build. Uh, I talk about high intensity uh, when I, I do my trainings. It's always the person with the highest level of energy. So even when you can't see it, my level, my energy is always just boiling at the surface, even if I'm playing cool. So it's, mm -hmm. uh, and you got the same thing, Emmanuel. You're, you're a high energy, uh, intense person. We were just talking a little bit before this. Uh, how did you actually, I want to say, how do we get into this first? You're the king of short-term rentals, right? Like you, you basically run short-term rentals in South Florida uh, from what Mitch Jorsky has told me. So how did you get started into it and why short-term rentals? What, why South Florida? Yeah. So I would love to make myself sound very smart and know you that I knew how big this industry was going to be at the beginning. Um, so I graduated uh, college in 2010 with a degree in accounting and finance. Um, at that time, Wall Street was closed um, due to what they did last time. Um, so I kind of came back to South Florida. I, I, I lived in Geneva, Switzerland. That's where I went to university. Uh, and my mom and sister, my little sister, used to play tennis at a tennis academy down here in South Florida. So I came back with kind of my, my tail between my legs, going back to living with, with, with mom. Um, and at that time, the only job I could find was that of a maintenance guy at an apartment complex that apartment complex where was where my mom and sister were living and was a fully furnished apartment complex that had one bedroom, two bedroom and three bedrooms. And I randomly just walked into the office asking the guy that owned it, Hey, we need something for the apartment. And he's like, Hey, you're Ana Maria son. What are you doing here? I'm like, well, I just graduated school. I can't find a job. So I'm here for a little while. And it's like, well, this is our busy winter season was December 18, uh, 2010. This is our busy winter season. I need help in the office. I, um, I'm Jewish, so I don't work on Saturdays. So I need somebody to pick up the phone on Saturdays. Would you be open to it? I, man, I couldn't find a job, right? So I was like, sure. Yeah. And that was my beginning. So my beginning in real estate was very humble. Um, I was a maintenance guy. So I yeah. did everything from painting to do units turnovers to having to go vacuum like an inch and a half of shit one time because that uh, toilet was overflowing, right? So I've done all of it. Um, and then very serendipitous in 2012, the gentleman that I used to work for, which I call one of my um, original real estate mentors, got a divorce, wanted to move back to Israel. And he's like, hey, do you, do you want to buy the business? And so I was 22 at the time. And when you're 22, you have no idea what you don't know, right? And you're like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I've seen you do it. Sign me I'll up. Do it, right. <laughs> so I go from being the maintenance guy to owning. Um, he had sold me 16 apartments uh, to owning 16 apartments and but also the management of a 40 unit apartment complex. Um, and that was my beginning. So it just kind of happened, uh, happened by chance. But then as, as life goes on, you realize that nothing happens by chance. Right. So it's just kind of. That's how it, that's how it happened. And, um, 
And there was, man, I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of ego at the beginning because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to work like I wanted to be the wolf of Wall Street, right? So I'm imagining myself with the suits and the stuff. And instead I was driving an old beat up golf cart. Um, I had paint stains everywhere. And there was kind of that, that thing in the back of your head, my head going like, what am I doing? Like what? Like, this is not how my story was supposed to go. Um, fast forward 10 years later, because this year I celebrated 10 years of being in this business. Um, I now own 39 apartments, um, down here in the South Florida market. Um, we do, we have a, a real estate team, we have a property management business, and then I am partner with, uh, with a good friend of mine, John Huber, and we own Domo Investments, which is, a, an investment company that buys large to medium-sized apartment complexes in the Midwest as well. So it's been, uh, has been interesting, man. It's been definitely an interesting journey, but I can't, in all honesty, tell you, I knew what was going to happen or that was my plan. Uh, it just kind of worked out. You know, it, it's, it's pretty crazy because you could say you got lucky, but really you didn't, you, you showed up, you worked in the right industry and you you weren't just a forgettable maintenance person. You were somebody who the person who owned the building said, man, I trust this person. Mm. They're clearly hustling. They're clearly working hard. They clearly want to own this and they found a buyer in you. Most maintenance people who are working in buildings are not saying, hey, I want to own this one day. Most maintenance people in buildings are not saying with their energy, with their, with their work ethic that I could handle this, right? Mm -hmm. Most people are just trying to get by, punch a clock. You showed up differently. It's not, it's not about how things come to you. It's about how you show up to them that decides what, what's going to happen. And so you didn't get lucky. You just were somebody who was looking to grow. You were somebody who was looking like everything that you have right now. When I, I do some coaching, right? And uh, Manuel, you're, you're that perfect example of, I know exactly what you want in life because it's what you have, right? Mm. You're, you're showing what, what you have by having it. That's who you are. So Manuel, you, you've, you're somebody who's built a lot of wealth for yourself. You've built a lot of businesses, a lot of uh, jobs for other people. What do you think, uh, what do you think drives you? Ooh. Um, this is funny, right? Because this is a, it, it's a always evolving kind of answer. Right. And I think there's always the money element of it. And I think that's an underlying thing of all entrepreneurs. Like we all want to live a successful life and we all want to make money. Yeah. Um, but I also know that I can honestly answer the question that if, if I won the lotto tomorrow, would I be doing what I do now? And, and, and the answer is yes. Yeah. Right. Cause I love, to me, real estate, it's a business about people. And I love taking care of people. And I think great pride in taking care of people, regardless that they're long-term tenants, short-term tenants, my real estate clients buying, selling, investing, right? Like I love real estate also because it tends to be, if you do it right, it tends to be a happy business, yeah. right? Because as people are taken care of, they're comfortable in their houses, they're comfortable in their homes. They come on vacation. Like I have families that have been coming to vacation in South Florida, except this year because of COVID, but I've had clients that I've kept from the original guy that I bought the apartment from. Right. So like I have clients that have been coming down to, to stay with us for like eight, nine, 10 years. And I got to see their whole families grow. Right. So their kids getting married or like their kids having kids. Right. And, and I teach this to my, my team all the time is we are hospitality people. 
first and real estate people second when it comes to vacation rentals. And we have a huge responsibility to take care of people that have chosen to give us their hard-earned money for an experience. And the way that we cater an experience is by really caring about people. Um, So long story short, what drives me now is just creating and providing great value and great service through taking care of people through real estate. May that be long-term rentals, may that be the apartments that we own, may that be our real estate team or our vacation rentals. I like that, Manuel. I've found the same thing. I'm driven very for a very similar reason. Uh, it's not the real estate I love. It's my investors that I love. Uh, I love I love playing the game. I'm an investor, right? So um, I try to stay away from my client, the end user of our product, although I love walking my buildings. I love my property manager. I love my tenants. And I, I love seeing, the, like you said, it's a very happy business. All my tenants are very happy when they see me. Whenever they have a conversation, they feel like they, they've won something. They feel like they've gained um, but it's really my investors that I work for. I really, I love being able to get a great return. I love beating the system. I love beating the game. I love improving, raising rents. So, I mean, it's, it's you got to love serving somebody. And, you know, for you, you found the end user's experience is what it all matters. It all comes down to. And for mm-hmm. me, I, my end user is my investor. So I, I think the way you've built your company is fun. It's fun to work at. It's fun to be there. It's fun to live in those buildings. And um, you know you're getting a good quality experience when they're renting from you. And I think that that makes your team have a lot of fun doing it and makes them see the purpose and the vision and why they continue to push forward and why expansion is the only thing that makes sense, right? Because mm-hmm. the whole world should be able to experience life like this, you know, vacationing the way they do or in the Midwest, living the way they do. You've got, um, you've got a lot of great mentality going forward. So Emmanuel, what do you see in the future? I, I love, you know, I know real estate is kind of second to customer service. And I, I love that about you, but you've got to be looking at real estate and you've got to be yeah. looking at your customers and where they're going in the future. What do you see? Yeah. So, I mean, real estate is definitely in an, in an interesting spot right now. Um, we can talk about all of it, right? We can talk about the local South Florida market, how that's going, um, crazy amounts of, of demand, not a lot of inventory, um, but we're really pushing heavily on on a couple of things. So number one, on our Domo investment side of things, uh, we're really looking to scale that business. We have a little over a hundred doors now. Um, we're pushing heavy into 2021. We're, our, our goal there is to get to a, a thousand doors by the end of the year. Um, and then locally for the South Florida market and the vacation rental space, there is a huge opportunity now coming up with those small um, hotel, motel, boutique properties that were run by mom and pop operators that were not, um, unfortunately, they were not ready for what happened, right? And they weren't ready to pivot and they weren't online and they don't know how to play this game the way that we do, right? Yeah. Um, so that's what we're really looking forward to is really finding in the hospitality sector, those small, I'm talking about like, 10 to 20, 30 unit um, hotel, motel, boutique properties that yep. we can convert into and then push through all the platforms like Airbnb, VRBO, booking.com and so on and so forth and really optimize that asset class. I like that, Emmanuel. That's, that's been one of the pieces I've been looking at myself, um, micro rentals, right? So we, we look at the yeah. hotels and motels and saying, okay, like for us, we probably convert that over to a longer term monthly rental. 
but you're you're right your model will make more money you know switching switching over to a high-tech online airbnb giving it a really unique kind of feel to the building not just giving a standard motel but getting uh, a very good feeling when you go to this particular motel like uh, i know you do some really unique stuff with your airbnbs to give it make it a fun experience and yeah. so your strategy will actually really improve the South Florida market. So people will have more reasons to come visit. People may start visiting just for your Airbnbs. They may come down yeah. just for your hotels. I mean, hotels. hey, we're, we're ready for it. Um, and I think the other thing that is huge is just like leveraging technology, right? What I've realized is in the last 10 years since I've been in the vacation rental business, you can really see, you can really see the money has come into the industry just by the sheer number of softwares and apps and just innovation that has been continuously happening. And there is so many people that are now looking at the vacation rental space because let's face it, right? Vacation rentals is not new. Like we have been doing vacation rentals since the beginning of time. I know when I grew up, we used to go to England from Italy to like rent a house, right? It just wasn't called Airbnb. And it's the same way that like, you know what I mean? So Airbnb has just, has the name recognition, but this is not a new business, right? And I think with COVID especially, what's going to change massively is in the psychology of people in how, how they travel. And I know for me and my family, I don't want to stay in a hotel. I'd rather have a one-bedroom apartment that has a kitchen. I have my own entrance. I have my own AC unit. There is no shared vents. There is no... I don't have to get in an elevator, go to a lobby. I don't have to talk to anybody, right? So I think that is that is a huge opportunity and the technology is amazing. So you can literally, all of our property, you don't have to see anybody. You go directly right. to your door, you check in, you do your stuff, you have your Wi-Fi password, you need us, we're there. But you don't need us, you're not seeing a single soul, everything is clean, everything is sanitized, everything is perfect. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Emmanuel. Honestly, my... My biggest problem with hotels is I hate talking to the customer service person at the front. I hate all the questions. I would have filled out a form and handled it already if um, if they had that option. You know, I, I thought by filling out the form online that meant I didn't have to talk to you. It's kind of my it's kind of my point. Like, just yeah. give me the code. No. I'll go to my room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's also our generation. So, like, our that twenty five to thirty five forty traveler, which is which is us, right? Yep. We don't want, we don't care about the Ritz experience as much anymore. Like there are some of us that are still very much about that, but I don't want to have make small talk and then drink the fucking champagne that you're going to give me. I don't know if I could curse in here. I mean, leave the champagne in the room. Like I'll use it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Leave me me alone. Like I don't want to see you, see me how fast I drink my glass of champagne, right? Like I don't just leave me in the room, leave me alone. I'll go and check in myself. I don't have to talk about anything. And if I need you, I'll find you. Yeah, I I feel the same way. Emmanuel, it's I'm I'm the king of Airbnb. And uh, when I travel, I Airbnb. When I travel, I I Uber. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to talk to the Uber driver either. Like, I'm in the back. Like, I'm just like, yo, I'm back here for a reason. I didn't sit up front because I didn't want to talk. Unless I'm unless I'm in a new market and I want to learn about the market. But like, there's nobody better than an Uber driver to learn about the market, right? 100%. (laughs) Uber driver and waitresses. That's that's one of our main main sources of information in a new market. It's we yes. go to the waitresses too and be like, why do people live here? Right. And you'll yes. be surprised the waitress is gonna be a great source of information for you. 
And then the bartender at cigar shops will tell you where all the investors are at. They, like they know everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. So I got to ask uh, a big favor for everybody who's listening right now. Go on to iTunes. This is important. And register and review this podcast, the Alchemist Nation podcast. It only has 12 reviews right now. And I know that there's hundreds of you listening, but most importantly, you're the the person whose review we need right now. You are the most important review. So please go to iTunes, type in Alchemist Nation podcast, write a review. It helps us get more guests on the podcast and it helps us get some really great people into the arena. So if you have gained some value from the conversation today with Emmanuel, please show us by writing a great review. Back to the show. Emmanuel, if somebody wants to learn more about uh, either renting from you or working for you or partnering with you or getting involved in some of your deals, I know you have a brokerage, you have a property management company. What is the easiest way to get in touch with you? What's your best contact information? Yeah, I mean, um, Instagram is super easy. I check that often. It's epani, that's P-A-N-I dot real estate. Um, but you can also find me on my email, which is Emmanuel, which is my first name at Domu Properties. That's D-O-M-U properties.com. Um, and I'm also the co-host of SDR Secret Podcast. So if you're interested in short-term rentals, um, we have a podcast where we bring common folks that have one or two units, but also guys that have had two, three, four thousand units on the show. And we really walk you through, hey, how did you go from a one bedroom, one bathroom apartment in Canada to now running two, three, 4,000 units um, exactly. to really help you maximize and, and hopefully help people create that wealth um, and get a couple more of those, those 100 millionaires that you're looking for. Stack them up, man. Emmanuel, you know? let's go. <laughs> so that's that's really our goal, man. Like that bis- this short-term rental business for both me and my buddy Mike that does the podcast with me has been such a huge source of freedom. Um, that's really, that's the main driver behind the podcast is not so much the podcast itself is really sharing the information and letting people know how accessible financial freedom is now. And is what you were saying earlier as well, right? It's like, the system is hackable. Yes. If you just ask the right question and execute, the system is hackable. I love that. You, you Emmanuel, have figured out the hack. You figured out the keys to the, to the kingdom. And the fact that you're out here with us sharing it, I appreciate you so much. Now, I've got to ask for a little bit more because we're real estate investors. We're always looking for that little extra deal. Yeah. What are the three pieces of advice you give to somebody who's just starting out, you know, 20 years old, if you go back to your 20 year old self, give yourself some advice to maybe speed things up or or save you some trouble to get here faster. What Mm. three pieces would you give to somebody? Mm. I think number one is education, but, but, you got to implement because I hear people all the time. I read 50 books. I read 60 books. That is amazing. How much of those books did you implement? Right. And one of my mentor, Rock Thomas always tells me, is like, it doesn't matter how much, you know, what do you do with what you know? Right. And it's really getting into the habit of like, you read a book, you implement. And I'm not saying implement every strategy from every book, but the 1% of the strategy from that one book, implement that, move on to the next book. Because if not, you'll start kind of keep reading, but you're not making any difference and then you forget things, right? 
a great book that I recommended to uh, one of my coaching clients lately was how to win friends and influence people, right? Dale Carnegie. Yes. It's a golden book. And that book is perfect because along the way, it gives you little cues, smile to people. Yeah. Say people's names. Action steps. Right. And then my wife read the book recently too. And she's like, now I get why you always know everybody's names, right? Because we go to the same restaurants. I know the front lady. I know the waitress, if there is the same people and you recognize them by name, but it's life-changing, right? People like smile. We always get a little bit more bread than every other table around us, right? Because, <laughs> you know, it's That's a real right. thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. People just want to feel seen, yep. right? Number two, I would say, realize that people want to feel seen, see them, but also remember that like people are people. So don't take shit personally, especially if you're getting used to coming into sales and depends on how you grew up, sales can be very difficult. And sales, if you take it personally, that it's a rejection of you as a person, you're going to have a very, very hard time. Right. So it's really growing that skin of like understanding, hey, a rejection, whatever you want to be a wholesaler, short term rentals, you want to do uh, short term rental arbitrage and you just got to be talking and talking to people. Really understand you got to grow that skin. Yep. At number three is. Hmm. Number three is. You know what, man, I, I say at the end of the day you got to upgrade your operating system because you can keep reading the books, but if you don't upgrade your identity of who you are as a person and what you think your ceiling is, you, yeah. you can't go anywhere. Right. So like really understanding like, Hey, upgrade your identity. And that unfortunately sometimes is going to come through upgrading your friend group. No, listening to mama, no, listening to papa because they, they don't mean badly. They're just, they're just giving you what their software is. Yeah. And you don't, you can listen to them and then just know that like, I'm doing things differently. I'm becoming a different kind of person. And sometimes that takes a little while, but you got to upgrade the software as you're putting new programs into who you are as a person, because then you can install all the programs but if the software is not there you're not going to be able to run them exactly we have the hardware to be successful it's just installing the software and you know the cpu is working fine like this yeah. brain can do whatever you want it to this body can do whatever you want it to it's just setting in the right way to interact with other human beings really is the secret in setting a really good goal and then giving your giving yourself the programs to run it. I, Emmanuel, phenomenal, phenomenal three pieces of advice. Uh, what a great interview. Uh, Mitch Jorsky never, never talked you up like this. He said, this is the guy, you know, for Airbnb, you know, from rentals. But I didn't expect to have, and he, he said you were pretty impressive. He was, he was impressed with you. He yeah, was, thanks, uh, man. And, He's pretty impressive as well. But the, the mindset, that's, I think what I gained the most from you in this, this last three pieces, um, just, took it to the next level. So super mm -hmm. valuable. In fact, uh, I will say that Wealth Principle 52, we do a Wealth Principle every Saturday because, and we provide a book to go through the week to talk about that Wealth Principle. Wealth Principle 52 is sharpen the saw. So it's my, my final Wealth Principle and we're starting over again in a week. 
And it is, it's go back through review and start over and mm -hmm. review every single one of the wealth principles that you've found to be successful in your life, like smile and improve the smile, just mm -hmm. take it to the next level and, you know, learn people's names, but maybe do it faster or say it with a more melodious tone so that they, they really feel that you're seeing them. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, you can take those wealth principles and throughout each year, you go back and you sharpen the saw, you go back and re-upgrade that software. Um, Emmanuel, absolutely valuable, my friend. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. You oh, are pleasure. an alchemist. You, yeah. you add value to other people's lives. <laughs> it's my pleasure. And anytime you need any support or if I can bring any value to you, your community, your students, um, I am always available. If any of them want to reach out to me personally, as I mentioned, Instagram is probably the easiest, epani.realestate. Um, and really, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, right? As, as Yoda says, do or do not, there is no try. And that's really like what it is, right? It's, it's, it's a matter of, of this is your year, guys. This is your moment, guys and girls. And like, this is the time. And it's not a matter of I'm going to try to do, yes. I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to try to be successful. You got to just take out the try and just be successful. Do what you want to do. And 90% of the time, you already know everything you need to know. And you're already blessed and you're already given and you already have all the opportunities in front of you. Um, so it's really a matter of like, just do it. Cheers, brother. Thank you so much, Manuel. Yeah, my pleasure. When you have a choice, always work with the best.